Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. Hello, and welcome back to Let's Drone Out. You're joined once again for the eight-year special. And you are joined with uh, the wonderful Belric. Hello. Good evening. My darling Cole is back. <laughs> Howdy. And Andrew Sash Frank is here, but I believe he's trying to fix <laughs> He's experiencing some device issues. He will be online with us shortly. Hopefully you know what Frank sounds like. If you yeah. don't, listen to the previous episode. And he was the one who was very informative. He has um, all the law. And I'm bright until I fly, by the way. And we've made it to eight years. Um, one year was a bit questionable. Was that the year where me and T- it was just me and Tony? Or was it... Uh, Covid. That was the, the censored year. The year LDO almost got cancelled. Yeah, because that was like, oh man. Um, Tony's in the chat, by the way. Uh, Tony, your your tomahawk's been done, and it's sat on the side for a while. <laughs> do you want to come get it? <laughs> I think after eight years, maybe we could do an episode where we teach Tony to build a quad. I've tried that. He's not that bad. Hello, <laughs> Frank. Hello. Good evening. Hopefully you can hear me now. Yeah. I'm very excited that you're wearing a t-shirt that just says fire on it. <laughs> yeah. Is there any yeah. is there any chance of some fire? Uh hopefully not. I have been charging lipos, uh, but that's not intentionally gonna cause fire. I've always wanted to fill the woofler full of isopropanol. And see with the combined mixture of bubbles and alcohol, how deadly that would be. <laughs> how does detergent work with uh, alcohol? Does it still foam? I don't know, Frank. You're smart. I haven't tried. I don't. There's really only one way to be sure. We yeah. all know that. Yep. I'll do it outside for science, Jack. For science. Science. Yeah, we'll do that outside. I think that is so funny. Can I come say hi? I just got back from yeah, sure, man. Tony, you're always welcome. Yeah, you, you know, you know that you're old. Tell us about dotting. your quadding exploits and why, indeed, you need to rebuild the seven-inch. Which was it? Wasn't it in one piece when we saw it last? So maybe there's been an incident there. <laughs> no, it was that. That was completely me. I um... disassembled it. Was it left too close to Jack for too long? No, it so was. You put it down on a on like <laughs> Jack's bed for like five minutes, and all of a sudden, it's just disassembled yeah. itself. Being it just turned. ran over with his desk chair. It's used in like five other projects, but five other new projects parts have been used to rebuild it. I've still got yeah, it, bro. If you the, the run over <laughs> thing, oh. I was, I was, do you know how close I was to being like? Do you know what? If I could be asked to desolder it, I would have added it to one of those keychain things that I got you. Like yeah. I ordered a load of them. I had a load, and I was going to put it on there. But I thought uh, that's a bit mental, man. Like sending a, a working keychain. <laughs> 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 that that's a flex to the people that like can't get kissed by controllers. It's like, yeah, I got one on a keychain. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He's, he, you've got like one. Working kiss ultra, one spare, and a working kiss keychain. Yeah, it might happen. Man, it so eight happen. years though, eh? That's crazy. I know. 
remember last year uh, when I was out in the UK visiting you guys and uh, yeah, we had the whole pub thing and after the uh, FPV drone fest, uh, or was it after or before? I think after it must've been. Yeah. 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 That was, that was awesome, man. That's crazy. It's uh, coming up to 10 years now. That's, mm. that's pretty wild. That's going to be the goal, right? 10 years. I still think that in somehow, some way, in some shape or form, LDO should be part of the Guinness World Records of like longest standing FPV drone <laughs> podcast. And, you know, very loosely, uh, you know, loosely, but like, have there been any longer standing weekly podcasts for this long? That's what I, I want. Gonna... Oh, there certainly have been other podcasts. Like, but, uh, but I was listening to some... weekly though. And for, for like, weekly, as yeah, yeah, like Security Now which is an IT security thing started in like 05 and they're just uh, coming up to like a thousand episodes. But are they FPV drone related? I don't know. We are the UK's foremost FPV drone related podcast. I mean, does anyone else in the chat or anywhere know of any other RC vaguely related podcasts that have reached 416 episodes? And consecutive, right? Or which is pretty good. Yeah, I, I really don't know any other. I mean, there was that screaming props one that I was following, and that got off to a promising start, but they only did like three episodes and then stopped. The dead cell one looks looks good. They've got a, a cool look to it, but I'm not sure how long it's going to run for. Everything else in my podcatcher seemed to have stopped broadcasting in 2017, like they started <laughs> in 2015 when it was hot, and just two years later they were done. I yeah, mean, you know all the. All the flight test ones, like they've they've been rebooted over the years from like one incarnation to another, so they're like under a different banner, so they don't quite have the same number of episodes. So I'd I'd be interested to know if anyone's if anyone's got any. Can we can we take that claim? I I, I feel like episodes. we're we're a pretty strong contender for that. I don't know. I feel like like. Okay, under these specific specific well, okay, specific specifications. Okay, under these specifications, like. Longest standing weekly FPV drone related podcast. <laughs> like, like, there's got to be like, okay, I know a guy who has a Guinness World Records because he's like the world's youngest VFX artist because he has like some accreditation wow. to a thing. I think he was like 15 or 16 or something. So world's youngest F uh, VFX, whatever. So then world's longest standing FPV or consecutive whatever FPV drone related podcast. I feel like we would fill that void. Yeah. I'm I'm still slightly disappointed that uh, Clinton Roberts didn't manage to get the Guinness World Book of Records at the uh, LDO Drone Games back in 2016 for the most number of uh, rolls with an egg and spoon attached to the drone. <laughs> uh, and that was because we were it using tomatoes instead of eggs. Mm. <laughs> so if we'd said uh, we want to put in uh, for the most number of uh, rolls with a wooden spoon and a tomato one, there could have been a Guinness World Record, but because we applied for the egg and the spoon and then we used <laughs> vegan eggs because that was what the farmer had for us. See, uh, any any slight <laughs> any slight detail makes a big difference because then it's like, vegan eggs. who else did that? Who else did that, right? Yep. Do you have to bring someone out to like verify it? Could we go back and give it another go? Uh, I think once you've applied for it once, you can't resubmit it. I think that was the reason why it just didn't go anywhere after that. But I think you can use video footage, uh, although they prefer it if they can be there. I think that's my understanding. Basically, you just got to contact them and ask them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Grumpy RC Flyer says we've got to take about three episodes off for lateness, though. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've done some extra long ones along the way. Probably makes up for it. Well, all the 10 minute lates, that probably adds up to more than three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thanks to our loyal viewers who have been collectively waiting in lobbies for one month. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Now I'm considering the amount of human lifetimes for waiting for LDO to start. I feel like they, they, they already know and expect it, though. So it's like, yeah. it's like oh, 
It's it's uh, oh sorry not three o'clock because you guys are in UK time. It's 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 not eight p.m. It's, they're not here yet. It's it's not ten minutes after eight. They're, they're not ready. <laughs> I mean, there was one time where YouTube broke everything, and we were a record almost like forty minutes late, but no one could start their shows. Ah, uh, was that when Hangouts decided it didn't want to work anymore? Yeah, and we were using Google Hangouts when that was a thing. Hey, the wild tone star has appeared. Hello. How is everyone? Good, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Just come back from a ride. Uh, took Coco out. She was a bit ill the last couple of days, so I haven't taken her. I've just gone on I my mean, own. And I know you're small, and... but you shouldn't be riding Coco around. Cause that's just me. <laughs> it's a bit cruel, isn't it? I... <laughs> I want to pick brain uh, Frank's brains a bit, but by taking the scale of Tony and then taking the scale of Coco and figuring <laughs> this one's out small, that one's far away. Yeah, and working <laughs> out the distance that Tony done, and then scaling it to the distance that Coco done. So what oh, would what yeah, what would, South yeah what, what would Tony have to do r- like riding-wise <laughs> whilst sat on a bike to make up for the Coco running the amount that she did? Oh, she was amazing and all. Oh, like every day she ran eight eight hours a day for four days. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> didn't, didn't someone report you to the RSPCA? <laughs> no, someone said something a bit nasty on the Facebooks, but every, everyone does, don't they? Yeah. I was like, I did raise money for the Dogs Trust, so bugger off. Yeah, the dog goes into the Dogs Trust because you like, you're like, no, you will walk, <laughs> you will run. You're not... She wanted to, like, I towed a trailer so she could get in it, but she don't give me that. She wanted. She was. Out. No. She was scratching to get out. So oh, I only because it was so uncomfortable. No, nah, she was not. She only put in, pins in there just to be like, to no, in there you don't like it in there. Yeah. Um, it was a good experience. It's it not often you see a dog that doesn't want to go running. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll know when she's tired. So Not for like eight fine. days straight. It was four. <laughs> it was it eight to her though <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like no it was all right man oh so <laughs> hey my you fixed my uh yeah it's been fixed for a while it's just i'm bothered to f- let you inform you that yeah oh, thanks. I, know, <laughs> I know terrible i like mind you our flying field literally because they've built a um the farmers built like a hut thing in there, so people from London just turn up, and then it's like Friday. Oh, we get an email Friday. You can't you can't fly from three pm till blur because someone's in the hut, and then Saturday you cannot fly, and then Sunday you cannot fly. So we work, we'll see you next week. And I'm like, I've I paid money to go and fly here, and I just get to the weekend and I can't go. And they're all right because they're all retired and stuff. So. All the old mm. boys got there all in the week. I mean, I suppose I can after work because I finish early. You're self-employed, but... yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you, mm. your your working day. You finish at two, do you? Something like that. Has <laughs> <laughs> to be in bed by five. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is late for me. Yeah, you've, this is you've, we've woken you up halfway through your night, haven't we? Yeah, but you know, well, I'm glad it's a. Uh, Thick. Did you uh, admit what you done wrong to everyone? Or are we keeping that secret, Jack? Oh, oh. Oh, no. What did I do? Drama, drama, well, drama, you broke drama. it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. No, oh, yeah. yeah. Why did Jack break? Why did you break? Oh, I didn't oh, crash it. Oh. So it was, uh, yeah. it was just. We were asking thing. before you came on, or why wasn't this yeah, working? Did he change the subject? Oh, and he was oh, like, no, no, no. No, it was me. I thought you'd just uh, left it in Jack's room for too long, Tony. Just sort yeah. of gradually and... disassembled. I was letting yeah. them theorise what happened. Well, we just thought you stuffed it up, to be honest. But, you know, <laughs> well, now you're pressing up. Yeah, I mean, that one, it's just one below the desk chair. It was, mm. I, it, I had to hit the bind button, but uh, someone who lives under the stairs put two 
layers of heat shrink on it and I went to cut that off and then the cable frayed shorted to the uh, V bar uh, pad that was right next to it and then took out the uh, flight controller and uh, chip so I desoldered one from from my wing and soldered it back on and then how did you have a cable that was frayed so badly and you like didn't notice it while you were? Because I was yanking on it in frustration, trying yes. to cut the heat shrink off. Oh my word. Oh, I missed so, a good flight. He was he was just a bit rough of it, wouldn't you, Jack? It's yeah. a bit jack, I think that's the problem. It's yeah. Just stripping heat shrink whilst it's powered, I think. That sounds like <laughs> what the problem was. Yeah. Frank, I know. Replacing graphics cards whilst the system's still on. <laughs> like that. Cheers, Cheers, everybody. Cheers. 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 And, uh, Happy birthday, LDO. I know. <laughs> Eight years. Unbelievable. Frank, you came on because it was so terrible and was like, I can organise this better. Thank you. Which he did. No, yeah. it was like... I mean, you you dragged me on. Like, for the first six <laughs> months of my involvement in LDO, I, I was just writing emails to people. That was, was my entire involvement. <laughs> it was, like, just finding various guests and emailing them and trying to convince them to come on. And then Jack was like, no, you've got to... No, you've invited them on. No, you've got you've to, got to talk. Them. Yeah. But, oh, I know. It's, it's not what I want to be doing. That's it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it is Frank is a true like gem of the community, and I just wanted to show him off. Mm. And, and no like, am, am I allowed to get sentimental? Uh, yeah, as long as you don't start yapping. No crying, Hang Jack. No. <laughs> Hang on. And we stop like, you if so- we wanted to, Jack. It would just end up with you there, just talking to camera with tears <laughs> rolling down your face. <laughs> Cry wanking. The rest of us quit. But yeah, old, old Frank posted posted this, which then turns into audio podcast, Jack. Audio podcast. <laughs> Frank posted a picture of some fireworks and wings. But who remembers Mini Air Show back when Frank, Frank used to do events? Look at that spinning plane. That, that was you flying around it, wasn't it? I don't know, was it? I think so. I, I don't know. I don't think it was me. It's nothing it was you. Unless Annie did it as well. I don't really what? know. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're listening to this that is uh, audio you saw a man dancing with uh, nipple tassels. <laughs> yeah. Sparkling. Is it are they sparklers on there? Yeah. On it on was, his yeah. nip oh, cone party hat nipple. That's pretty yeah. good. So this is all analog, so it looks like Vaseline all over your screen. <laughs> so you're not really, That's if you listen to this audibly, you're not really missing out. I couldn't keep up with those. My batteries were shot by then. <laughs> oh, he's moved on, yeah. right? So it's has got from it. Sparkly penis on young, everyone. On show, yeah. I mean, Frank looks 12. NJ. One man in the room that actually paid money for his haircut instead of doing it himself. That is NJ. Yeah. I mean, I look like I have been chewing on cables all day. (laughs) That's probably because you were. Between chewing cables and having spray paint. Get out of here. (laughs) Was that 2019? Yep. Really? That's not even long ago. Oh, don't. That's just the other day. Yeah. This was before it became very difficult and complex to organise little parties. Yeah, well, I've I've been doing some paperwork for Mini Airshow recently because there was still some money in its PayPal account, uh, but it all got locked because of various rules. So I've been trying to unlock it to pay the web hosts. Top top Uh, tip for the day, never leave any money ever in a PayPal account. No, I know, but it's... It means it's, it's the events. It's the you know team in the air Put it money. somewhere else, and then put it somewhere. Uh, put it somewhere back afterwards. You know, it's yeah, yeah. better. The the yeah, money was merely resting in my account. Resting. Resting. Yeah. So oh, I great. Yeah. Look this... at that lovely scribbly 
Let's try it out. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's great, isn't it? Yeah, that's great time there, um, On the table. Well, uh, loads of old, planes flying around here. Old uh, Lurgy turned oh, yeah. that into a wing. <laughs> what, that? That, um... that LDO thing, yeah, I've seen it. It's actually a flyable wing. <laughs> that just makes it even better. I know. Oh, Red Arrow's Look at that, some jet. smoke there as well. Very no. nice, very nice. Oh. <laughs> who's, who's flying the smoke there? That would be the MWM Warbirds. Sorry, Frank. I just slapped Frank. Frank, if you ever LDO, if you ever do another mini air show, I will let you slap me. You don't want to slap me. I'll do it for you. you It would increase the viewer count dramatically. (laughs) It would. No, I've already got (laughs) your chance to get to the front of the queue. You realise this should be the title of the next one. It's like Jack gets slapped by Frank. (laughs) <laughs> in Look, and you like, get, you get look how deadly this is. This is a red hot sparkler attached <laughs> to like a little whoop plane. So if that goes in your eye, not only are you getting stabbed, you're also getting like third Blinded. degree burns. <laughs> At least it won't get and, infected. Yeah, and you'll be on fire. There's Frank. And these are the retrograde setting All fire right, so, yeah. to a well, drone a with fireworks. You're not supposed to do this. Is that no, why you haven't done another mini air show? Because I violate <laughs> every sort of insurance term. Mm-hmm. As long as you I've do it when it's dark and all the public have gone home, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I've oh, talked to a couple of clubs, the and they didn't. They said if if you fly after dark, it's better if you do it with lights on. So I think actually that's, uh, exactly. that's probably it's safer. It's safer, yeah. yeah, safer to do it. Yeah, that the way. spotters can see it. You know, yeah. Otherwise, how yeah. would they do it? You know, the <laughs> lights have got to be visible from quite a distance, so it just. Piddling around with little LEDs doesn't really cut it. I think if, if you if you want to do it properly, something like a Roman candle is going to help. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, for people that sort of don't know the history there, so uh, Mini Air Show was started, so started first, started before LDO. LDO was actually started so that Mini Air Show would have, be able to kind of recruit commentators throughout the year to then go along to the mini air show event and do the commentating which has happened i think once that we've successfully commentated the mini air show events using ldo people (laughs) yeah we all swear too much and say inappropriate stuff yeah and and are too busy like finding other things to do getting interested in like flying and stuff and and not too interested in the talking uh but there we go uh, Sorry, Frank. They're both fun projects. Uh, but yeah, Mini Air Show has. Bring I mean, it we back. did. Yeah, I know. But the, uh, it's fine. Like, I'm thinking about it. But I need lots of people to tell me I need to do it again. Uh, Roll it, everyone. You heard it in the chat. Let's start a petition. So I'm working currently at this little software company, and, and my boss has done a bit of work doing kind of events organizing. I mean, he's also got a lot of paperwork, but I think there might be a couple of tricks you can do to like, you know, set up a company without it being a massive amount of paperwork. Perhaps we could borrow a few ideas. Uh, I mean, it was just sorting out PayPal stuff. It's, it's fine. The, 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 the biggest trouble with Mini Air Show is finding somewhere that will let us do it. That <laughs> is the, always too the many, trick. Too many NIMBYs. Uh, yes, yeah, so we started off at the uh, Hidden Valley site, uh, well, across between the Hidden Valley site and a local primary school, I think, that had a sports centre and we were using their sports field. Uh, and then we had, uh, we sort of went full on Hidden Valley and then the local retired MP or something had a go at us or go at the Hidden Valley, so couldn't use that site anymore. I didn't have a go exactly. I mean, there's, it, it's hard because, for anyone to see or hear or get anywhere near. Uh, because they walk their dog through it, uh, and it's known for its peace and tranquility, and we were spoiling the peace and tranquility. It's in so, a private land, though. Uh, where the problem is it's uh, lease is rented from the council, so the council owned it. Mm. So we were at risk of getting the farmer evicted. So we it's, decided we couldn't do fine. that anymore. For, for 2024, <laughs> you can just go, don't worry, everybody's going to be running toroidal props. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> silent. Yeah. Absolutely. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I still call them hemorrhoidal props. 
Or just <laughs> just tell them that you're putting on like some kind of techno outdoor festival instead, in which case they'll probably just approve it and think it's all well, thoroughly acceptable. To be honest, that was Quite why the, the farmer liked us being down there so much, was because we we stopped all the the raves turning up. Yeah. He then have to clean up after, whereas he didn't have to clean yeah, up yeah. after us. Mm. Uh, yeah, just a couple of bits of foam for the wings crashing. <laughs> the occasional prop, really, isn't it? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. Pretty good at uh, litter picking. We're pretty good at that. Which Popham also yeah. said uh, that after our event, they were they were quite happy with how we well we did the litter picking. That uh, it's just a did. line of people that just like <laughs> just munched. It's crazy. I've never seen anything yeah, like yeah, it. Well, I did have a dog walker talk to me just today and, and say, "Oh, there's these people flying a drone in the park." And the way he described it, yeah, they were flying some camera drone around and just flying mm. it over people like absolute <laughs> and not thinking about what they were doing. And I talked to him before, and I'm pretty sure this is the guy who, like, cussed me out, but I was flying, like, this 100-gram <laughs> drone with my operator ID on it and staying away from him. And his dog was chasing me around, and I asked him if he could grab his dog so the dog didn't eat it when it landed. Um, but, yeah, I think when you have a dialogue with people like that, and, and they're calm and not calling you a C-word and telling you to go and die, um, when those circumstances sort of transpire, <laughs> they can actually be quite understanding um and and you know it's refreshing i think they, they see someone who understands that there is some legislation out there and is seeking to honor it but yeah, if yeah it's voluntary to go and put a sticker on there and it's voluntary to go and register the fact that you're flying this thing then you know what's the point yeah with the dogs you know with, if you're trying to land a drone <laughs> um don't say because I don't want I don't want your dog to eat my drone. Is you have to say uh, because I don't want your dog to get harmed yeah. accidentally. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't want him to accidentally. <laughs> you, eat have, battery. you have to frame it the right to... way around. Yeah, yeah. I said I I'm looking after you. The battery. Yeah. yeah. See, when <laughs> I when I learned, you. I think it might be a different guy. Yeah. yeah. What I've learned about flying around dogs. Well, this one day I was just in the park and there was a lady with like five dogs just running free. And she was actually, she was loving the drone though, because the dogs were actually chasing my drone. So my drone was actually a play toy for them. Well, pro tip, if you have dogs chasing your drone, fly really far away from yourself so the dogs chase you. Yeah. Then fly really fast back to yourself and land quickly before the dogs. It's yeah. 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 Then you're like, what drone? Uh, yeah. I've been there like a thousand times, like flying yeah. at Hampstead Heath when I used to fly there when I lived back in London. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, oh we got it, we got it, we got a runner, we've yeah. got a runner. <laughs> quick, send it away, hover, wait till it gets underneath it, leg it back, lad, quick. Yeah. That yeah, just unplug the battery. Like, you have to sort of psych them out a bit and like Yeah, yeah, you've got to be on tape. it though. You've got to be on it when you Probably when you there's land. a few people with greyhounds around here and colleagues. <laughs> oh, they're, well, they're fast they are. I'm not flying a five inch guys, I'm flying like a two and a half inch or three inch. I can go mm. like flat out and I'm like do you remember andy rc had to do that and he sent it away sent it back uh and there was the two dalmatians but they just he landed unplugged it but they just kept running at him and just went <laughs> through him and, uh, i don't know whether he's ever told that story but that was he, he had some real bad bruising just swept yeah him, just went really from the now, back and... as well like he was just our little dog likes to play with those whippets and, and my wife's got bruises on her shins because they don't like w run around her they just run into her legs when they're trying to chase our dog <laughs> yeah not smart um, but there's, oh, there's one dear. dog which is like a husky and is really, really lazy. And I've had its owner come up to me and ask me if I could fly around in circles to exercise their <laughs> dog. Exercise the dog. I've had <laughs> that as well. <laughs> this is the most exercise my dog's had in, in yeah. certain number here, years. <laughs> they've got frisbee, they've got balls, they've got all sorts of throwing toys. The yeah, dog's nothing not going works. for any of it. Yeah. Get a drone out. Woof, 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 woof. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. 
sites in South Wales. Oh, we shall mm. have to investigate 404 FPV. Well, I'm going to another one. Uh, thanks to 404 FPV. Uh, tomorrow evening, I'll be heading there. Oh, you're heading mm. to Wales, aren't you? I am heading to Wales again. Nice. Much to Jack's disgust. <laughs> oh, yeah, he gets head I cut there, doesn't he? I want to go to Wales. It looks beautiful out there. I've got, I've got to go to Wales in October, November, I think. Yeah. I want to go there, but I want to take me bike. Um, drone droids commenting that it's better than with RC cars. I can't help but notice drone droids got some cool little rover on the picture there. That looks pretty yeah, that cool. That is a cool little Camera rover on there. Looks like a Mars rover. Yeah. But I can tell it's, it is an RC thing with an old. GoPro. GoPro stuck on. I got one of my RC cars out today. Your RC cars there. or RC? RC car, yeah. <laughs> Just behave himself. <laughs> yeah, that one actually one. worked. <laughs> not like the other ones in the garage. <laughs> Those are RC cars, not RC yeah. cars. Here we go. Let me show you it. It's it's tiny. That's what she it said. It is quite amusing though. Look, I can I can I can drive it now actually on the show. Here we go. Look. It's like a mouthful for a dog. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's like the ones Curry was reviewing. Oh, nice. This little mini, mini one. Yeah, and show it again. I'll show you. There so this you is like one of those... Dom is showing us one of these little focus. SNT cars. I think... Uh, oh, Diatone. Oh, is it Diatone yeah. one? Yeah, Diatone, it's a Diatone. One, yeah. I think they rebadged them, didn't they? Yeah, and, uh, Curry's been re reviewing yeah. a lot of those. Yeah, Diatone sent me this along with some other bits and bobs uh, a while ago. It's quite funny when you got a marble floor. Da, 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 da. Marble floor. Super drifty, I imagine, with the marble floor. Then it, it uh, uh, understeers uh, yeah. badly. Under power. Chase it. Uh, it would if I had one. <laughs> so those run Flysky as well, so you could like just bind them to a regular radio. Oh, I have no idea what radio protocol it uses. I was I was giving it. I plugged it in. I drive it around a bit occasionally. I, I drove it around today with a RC car circle of success when I got some code working. I'm like, yes, let's drive the little car. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My little reward. <laughs> you yeah. tried the FPV one. I've not. I thought I was hoping that this was going to be the FPV one because they make an FPV one the same size as this. Um, but they, they cheaped out and sent me the, uh, the standard one. Like, Aww. Mm. Yeah, really FPV one was quite easy amazing. to roll if that's any consolation. To roll, yeah, no, because the camera just bolts on top of the car. And it's like, oh, I see, it's not like integrated into it. Yeah, it'd be top heavy, like way up yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's gutting. Grumpy fire. Um, I bought a drift car, spent nearly a thousand, oh. and the the club I was going to sh is shutting down, mate. Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's the that's the that's what stopped me with with the, what vehicle um, some of the it? RC car stuff. I, I used to race the one fifth uh, petrol cars um, down at Crystal Palace in London. Mm -hmm. uh, that that was epic. That was. I don't know whether you guys have ever been to like a one fifth scale, like gasoline um, petrol powered. So those uh, like RC two car to three foot long. They're pretty big. Yeah, two and a half foot long. Those things are. Yeah, um, and they're about twenty three to. 30 cc or so more or less and they most of them run tuned pipes and stuff and if you've ever heard like eight of those at the start line oh <laughs> my god <laughs> it's amazing absolutely and you're there like yes let's go it's brilliant so much fun loved it we've just got a little rc place um at our um where i play airsoft sundays they've just opened up a little track hmm. i don't know when they play or have to play or drive i mean Find it somewhere to run fifth scale RC cars, especially the noisy petrol ones. <sighs> Forget about it. People are like, oh, we don't want drones. Blah, blah, blah. Trying, to, trying to find somewhere to run fifth scale Very petrol loud. cars is a similar, similar problem. There was a guy sure. in the park I saw a while ago had one of those big armor RC cars, like mm. the, the big bashers that are like all plastic and designed to bend. And that thing was, it was just humongous. Like I had a tiny little like 14th or 12th scale and this thing just absolutely dwarfed it. But it's stupid because it takes like, it took like 25, 50 meters to get up to speed. So we needed yeah. like the run of the entire park. And if, you know, someone's dog or a toddler got in front of it, it's just pasted. It was on grass, like fairly long grass. Oh, 
okay. You need to play more. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, RC cars, nice, but it was one of those things where every time I, I drove them, stuff would just break, and then uh, I wouldn't know what spares to get, so a lot of my RC car stuff was waiting for spares to arrive. That was my experience with helicopters. It's more time wrenching than flying. Days. The RC cars, it depends on the brand that you get. It's the same with a lot of stuff. But um, I've, and it, even within a brand, you can get some brands that uh, are more durable um, and they might have one car in their lineup or whatever that's just more durable than all the other ones. So the Traxxas Revo, amazing, absolutely brilliant thing that thing is. A couple of weak points on it. You fix the weak points, replace them with like some aftermarket parts and then mm. they're just, they're bulletproof, those things are. Whereas you get another car from the same Traxxas lineup and it just like destroys oh, itself. If you yeah. think about it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. The, yeah. the design of the Revo is just, even today, there hasn't been, in my mind, a better um, RC truck ever made since the Traxxas Revo. The, the design of it is just fantastic. Right, the 3.5, that was years ago. What, the T-Max or the Revo? The Revo, 65 mile an hour, I think. Yeah, the Revo is amazing. They, they yeah. just destroyed everybody in the races as well. So they stopped having monster truck races because everyone bought a Revo, and it was like, oh, well, you know, spec racing now. Yeah. <laughs> that's something to be said for spec racing. You know, it just stops people. So long as it's an affordable choice, that's the thing. If it's spec racing with some, like, 2,000-pound monster, maybe not. But if it's, like, affordable... No, why not? It's sort of part of the fun with the, with the monster truck race is everybody brought something different, you know? And then it was just like, oh, everybody's got Revos. Oh, they're better, than, they're better than me. It's like, it's not down to the car at that point. It's down to, mm. the, down to the driver and so on. Whereas before, you know, any, everybody stood a chance because they're all like sort of level tech, you know? Um, but the Revos changed everything monster truck racing. It's interesting, isn't it? I, I don't think we've, we've ever really got to the point with either uh, mini quads or definitely not with wings where there is kind of enough of the market kind of solidifies around one thing i mean the closest we have with the the tiny trainer uh that seems like street leaks come up recently but they've done it through software rather than forcing people to buy the same platform because a lot of the whoop races they were saying oh you've got to buy Nineteen thousand kV motors and all that really did was show up the fact that some manufacturers nineteen thousand kV motors were more like twenty three thousand kV <laughs> um, yeah, so if you do any limitation, you need to like have telemetry throughout everything and basically make sure the speed at the wheel or prop or whatever is the same as everyone else, and then mm. everyone uses the same props and and it's equal yeah 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 you can have like tech to check that kind of stuff if you've got rpm feedback from motors and so on yeah. like that you can check like RPM. rpm limit yeah yeah and then they've got like a boost mode apparently i've heard so the street league people because they're doing rpm limiting by default they have a switch that gives them like a mario kart style speed boost mm-hmm. they can use a couple of times Sounds yeah, yeah. Cool. i've been thinking about that kind of stuff for a long time where you know like wipeout on the playstation Mm. I mean, we keep coming back to this with the drone stuff. Drone <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why I did drone it just reminds me from... of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just like you go over, go over, go through this gate, and now you're on your Joker lap, or and you go, and then you get a speed boost mm-hmm. on the next lap when you go through a particular gate. And if you have a transponders and stuff set up in the right place, mm. then you can tr- you can trigger all that in software. Gary did all... something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. binary throttle racing system. Yeah, that yeah. that mm. all had that kind of stuff. That was that was good fun. That was very entertaining. Yeah, go for it. it was all tiny boop stuff, wasn't it? So you go through a gate mm. and it would switch a fan on, which would either blow you faster <laughs> or, or blow you uh, off okay, the so, track. Okay, yeah, right. so, so using yeah. sort of a, a trackside assistance rather than mm-hmm. on the drone. Interesting, yeah. Probably yeah. Same effect, though, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. very cool. That, that was a, I can that imagine was that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And some... we, we had all the, the like, Nerf guns and things. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was like SBV combat crossed over. That could be pretty amusing. I think he has got a video binary. There is. Yeah, it would be binary throttle racing system. I think someone was trying to copy it or something like that. I can't remember. I've got a video of Kelsey FBV um, using the Nerf machine gun and just shooting binary throttles in the face. (laughs) Which is quite funny. <laughs> is that slow mo? Just, just there, just like whole 
like you know uh magazine of thing, and he's just like ah <laughs> I've got a Nerf gun. It's but it's it's not a gun though. This is how this is how this is how cool I was when uh-huh. I was back into the Nerf stuff. Everyone else was buying Nerf guns. I bought a Nerf crossbow because oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know a Nerf crossbow. Come on, why why would you not have a Nerf crossbow? Have you still got it? I've still got it in the garage. Yeah, I can't get it very easily right now though. It reminds me of some of the ESC stuff that I've seen people talked about. Taking like BL Halley 32 and other ESCs and using them to upgrade Nerf weapons. Interesting. Yeah. And, and you don't want to use BL Halley for it, though. Well, well, the, no, uh, AM32 or your Escape 32. No, 30, not AM32. You know, the Escape the, the 30 32 thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, isn't it? With the higher torque. So he's, he's obsessed torque. with Smooth Startup because it came out of yeah. building uh, hydraulic pump motors, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's right. The entire Escape 32 project was created by a guy who has a fleet of tiny RC construction vehicles. And mm. to run those, he's doing scale hydraulics. And he wants nice. his scale hydraulics to smoothly actuate instead of go, Boop! and apparently yeah. all the Beale Heli 32 stuff at startup, it was always Just jumpy no and he couldn't fix yeah. it. And he looked at AM32 yeah. code base. And, you know, right now there's, there's a guy unit who's working with with Alka, and they're trying to get the code base to somewhere where it's all kind of unified. But right now, it, it's it's kind of hard to do PRs against. But, you know, it's making progress. And this guy was like, no, I'm not waiting. And he, he looks to have just uh, gone his own way and, and written it from scratch, right? It's very different. I don't know whether you guys have looked into the code. I mean, I've had, like, video chats and stuff with Guy. Um, very interesting. Um, but AM32 is more portable. It's probably the way to describe it and more understandable by someone who has no idea how an ESC system works like myself. Yeah. I've um, kind of got a target can, definition. So he's abstracted. Not, not so much the target stuff. I mean, they all have sort of target definitions and so on, but it's like, it's commutating the motor. It's turning this on. It's turning that on. You can look at the code, read it in English words Right, and see what it's sort of doing to get sort of a feel for how, how the system works. But if you were to look at the Escape 32 code, you'd be like, it's magic. <laughs> it's totally <laughs> magic. How does it work? What's it doing? And to understand the code, you have to know the inside out, back to front, top to bottom, recite it in your sleep, uh, reference manual, the STM32 and other similar processors, uh, programming manuals and reference manuals. You understand how the hardware works and why it is that you're setting this one bit this way at this time. You're like, it's it's unintelligible um, in terms of its understandability. Uh, the Escape 32 stuff is. But on the other side of things, it's super low level, gets the hardware to do loads of stuff, and... It's a lot better in its ter- its usage of the hardware, so it's it's very interesting the, the different approaches that people are taking. Mm. Very, but very presumably, that means that you know if, if a new uh, set of ESCs come out, it's going to be a lot harder to actually. Yes, because um, instead of having lots of sort of common code, which isn't banging the hardware directly all the time, you've got to write basically the entire system again for a new set of hardware peripherals that you've got. Mm. Um, and there's not much common code between different um, different architectures with regards to um, how they use the timers and all that kind of thing. Yeah, it's mm. it's it's a lot more work to bring on a new um, new processor. Jack's just winding up Curry, who we've seen in the chat say so he's had <laughs> many cocktails and might be a bit pissed. So Jack is Come on, currently. Curry. Unwrapping a Kit Kat, not fighting it. it straight down the middle <laughs> from both ends without breaking it. Suck some tea through it, Jack. <laughs> He's fighting a what's, bite, what's take that? a bite out of each side of this. Kit what's, Kat. what's that biscuit that the Australians they, they chew a corner off and then they chew the opposite corner off, they put it in their tea and then they suck their tea or coffee through the biscuit? That sounds great. I don't know what the name of the biscuit is. I've heard of it. I, d- I can't remember which one it is, though. But you could that, probably do that with a Kit Kat. 
Was that Tim Tam? It might be something like that, yeah. Tim Tam Slam. Yeah. Tim Tam. There we go. Right, I'm going to Google that later. <laughs> <laughs> Top tip, you heard it, heard it here first. I thought those were the ones that were basically penguins, no? I think they're similar to penguins, yes. Yes. I think I had a conversation with... Uh, with who was it? Uh, yeah, my um, I think it was a flatmate. Yeah, he was a flatmate that was Australian. That's right. That's where I heard it from. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you could probably do that with a penguin. Uh, uh. <laughs> Conversation down the pub, you know. <laughs> yeah, a few, a few points later, on your way home, grabbing a packet of uh, penguins, box of tea bags. There we go. There we go. The rest of your night sorted. It's nothing like dunking a uh, rich tea or a digestive into your tea, though, is it? <laughs> um, who remembers um, breakaway biscuits? Breakaway, oh. yeah, I do. Yeah, they're amazing. Oh, they were Don't take away they my breakaway. Yes, he knows it. Club he knows as well. Um, there's, a, there's a map on Battlefield called Breakaway, and every time it comes on, I'm like into the Discord thing. Don't take away. And I'm hoping for someone to finish my sentence, but no one ever does. <laughs> I would have. I would have. Only as old as anything. Sophie got a star. Uh, a a a. By the way, so congratulations, Sophie. Well congratulations, Sophie. <laughs> yeah, all the all the clapping, all the applause. Uh, I see D in the chat asking who's ripping drones this weekend. Uh, I'm going and flying wings at the Carmarthen event of the WRL Wing Racing League UK, uh, which is why me and 404 were having a chat about things earlier, because 404 is running the event this weekend. Nice. Uh, so... I'm going to fly this again. Ooh. The old girl. Super old school, but it's great. I fixed it today with a with a a, a, a Cobra motor that's been sat in a box for like six years or something. <laughs> <laughs> the old Cobra motors, they were the rage. Uh, but it's got an it, H7 that... in there now. It's got an H7 in there now. It's fine. And um, what was the frame? It looked like a ZMR to me, but... Uh, it no, like... it's um, a Mantis. I think it's Ooh. a Mantis M1. Something like that. <clears throat> It's like a, a double stack bottom plate thing, and the ESCs are sandwiched in the middle here. Yeah. And then the battery sits in here, very nicely protected against all the Spanish rocks that you ah. might accidentally land on. So it doesn't stick on top, it doesn't stick on bottom, it goes in the yeah. middle at the back, which is great out here in Spain. I may or may not still have a pile of parts that started out as a drone that I flew in Spain. So but it's yeah, got like... I understand that problem. Yeah, it's got like five or six mil carbon arms or something, and it's, it just takes a beating every time. The only thing you have to fix on it is replacing the bolts that hold the arms in after you crash it and shear them off. <laughs> wow. Jesus. But it's, yeah, it, I haven't broken anything on it other, other, than, the, other than the bolts. So and you take some spares with you, you're good. Richard Boric in the chat says next weekend is FPV Drone Fest. Anyone's mm -hmm. going to that? Yeah, good luck, boys. Where is that this year? Near Coventry. <laughs> Everyone's like... Yeah, near Coventry. A time I, I spent a lot of time around Coventry as a student. And, and I, yeah, I decided that I might wait till it's somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Lest you come into contact with, with memories you'd rather forget. Yeah. yeah Co Coventry or, or Wales? <laughs> And I think also it's like 15 minutes from the main road down. It's a long way down a little track. So it looks like they've got much better facilities, but you're not going to be able to pop off to the shop. But, you know, I think it's still an, a fantastic idea, and I wish them all the best of luck. Yeah. I, I'm just flaking on this because I'm, I'm, I'm too much of a, a woolly softy who needs his creature comforts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say down, that yeah. having it a little bit further away is probably a good thing because then it keeps everybody together and there's more sort of like interaction with everybody else if you haven't got something with you you go and talk to mm. someone else like, oh have you got one of these yada yada whereas if the shops are just down the road you know people sort of, they wander off come back and so on again and it's <clears throat> I think it's a better vibe when it when it is sort of more isolated yeah it's sort of like all weekend kind of things Oh, yeah, um, it just meant camping and uh, 
doesn't, doesn't do camping, do you? <laughs> you do camping. Well, I have, you I have got the wrong the tent. You just I've got the wrong tent. I've been to music festivals when I was much younger. Yeah. I just didn't really feel like camping. It's been so unpredictable. We've had a very wet summer, and it's just been like, is it going to be nice, or is it just going to piss it down? You need to, you need to move to a different country if you want predictable weather. You're oh, living man. in the wrong country. <laughs> I, I, uh, I really do think I should move to another country, because I have all, all the requirements to disappear to Spain, but unfortunately, you know, various uh, leading idiots in this country decided to <laughs> ruin that for right. everyone. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, I got out of there just in time. We're good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot more difficult now with the whole Brexit thing. I, I imagine it's probably the same in any other European country as well. But uh, yeah, nightmare. It's only going to get worse. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Listen, oh, let's not go down that road. It'll make me sad. Well, thankfully, we've got a break in the FPV uh, and RC legislation because it's taking them a while to do Control F and uh, replace. <laughs> EU with UK and all of the law, and they decided to to have a big you know moan about it instead of actually being decisive. So mm. you never know. I yeah. didn't see that that situation coming at all. No, no, no see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who would I guess? Uh, we might have got a pay of um, execution on some of the exemptions that were granted to allow us to fly our own stuff. Although it's still a really odd thing going forward because there seems to be almost no provision for people to actually build their own equipment and fly it. It kind of presumes that everyone goes down to their favourite high street retailer. Build, building your own stuff? What do you drone. mean? You're doing it yourself and there's no company with some money that we can go after and regulate? <laughs> what are you talking about, it? man? You don't <laughs> plug your phone into it and have an app. How can you not fly? How, what the, how are they going to track you? There's no money in that. Yeah. We can't make laws around yeah, no money in it. Well, yeah. What was the point? It's like, oh, you mean you'd want to do this for fun? What? what? <laughs> and then he spilled my beer then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The same suspicion as people who say they like outfit gas boilers and central heating for fun. Like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know any plumbers that do their job for fun, though. Maybe you're staying around the wrong crowd. Sometimes, some sometimes I've I've thought in the past on on the plumber note. When you're in a job, you're just like, oh, surely there's got to be a, a, another job that's got less in it. <laughs> you can edit this out. Natural thought. Um, and I'm like, do you know what? There's probably less <laughs> being a plumber than there is in this job, but it's just a different kind. <laughs> A bit more literal, I've yeah. That in the past. Yeah, yeah. We're having a discussion much the same today, like, oh, wouldn't the grass be greener if blah, blah, blah. And it's almost never greener if you change it for something that has the same desired outcome because there's just going to be different problems. They're not going to be exactly the same problems you're familiar with, but there's going to be different and equally irritating ones. And you just have to learn your way around a fresh new set of irritating problems and find the workarounds that people have been doing for the last 10 or 15 years for those problems instead. Yeah, that's true. true. <clears throat> what are the workarounds in FPV then? What, I mean, I guess there's... I mean, like, Give it, give it mean, to Jack. That's my well, workaround. Yeah. We, can't, we can't say the workarounds because, you know, we would all get in trouble for that. And Jack needs to have the little scoldy <laughs> thing going across the bottom as well. <gasps> Yeah, yeah. But just like yeah, yeah. over engagement in online communities and chasing every little issue through multiple That's forums and no, filing in one. bug reports and doing and before you know it you're doing more test builds than you're actually flying stuff and it's just exhausting mm. and you have to be oh, stop stop stop. It doesn't That's need to be perfect. One. I'm just gonna go fly it and it'll be an okay fly. Yeah, yeah when if you're doing like software dev, in my experience when I was doing a lot, lot more a lot more clean flight stuff. I used to have a couple of rigs that I would take with me that are my trusted, guaranteed working, I'm going to have fun with frames. Mm. And then I'm going to have a couple of other frames, which I'm going to try new stuff on. And then if it doesn't work, fine. And then I'll just use the rest of the batteries on my, I'm going to have fun with this. And your catharsis. And then, and then when you go out to somewhere and it doesn't work and you've gone all the way there, which in England is a bath. Oh, um, yeah. And then you get there and you're like, you can't do one pack and come home again. It's like, uh, you need a couple of frames. Some, some 
guaranteed working stuff. So yeah, then and then it makes your day all right. Where, where is the sort of development at the moment? It feels to me like ELRS seems to be doing really, really well in FPV. Just sort of thinking back over previous years, like ELRS is kind of seems to be have, have expanded and be really taking over a lot of the FPV kind of world at the moment. Uh, there's the, I mean, digital side of things. You, you looking saw that at post that I put on our Discord, right, Frank, about ELRS, the little note that someone Ooh, put yes. out. Wes mentioned all these people have been complaining. Oh, it's yeah, it's for racers, you know. Oh, it's for long rangers, but it doesn't do Maverick, doesn't do this. They figured out a way to split the radio, a single radio link in half, and half yeah, the packets a control link, and the other half are going to be like a serial UART, so you can put your Maverick data down do it. And it does like resends on the serial data until it actually comes out the other end. So it, you know, it's got stubborn sender and you don't lose any serial data. It just slows down the board rate and flow control can make it work. It just sounds yeah. pretty interesting. Like maybe obviating some of the really expensive airborne modem systems that you used to have with uh, yeah. Ardu and so yeah, on. There's a, there's a lot of interesting. The ELRS guys are really good at coming up with creative technical solutions to long established um norms shall we say yeah all using the same hardware which is important do tune in next week on yes. let's drone out when we will be talking to mustard tiger about the formation flight project he's going to be on here discussing how mm. you can take a cheap tiny happy model ep1 10 pound receiver and turn it into something that lets you see your mate's location on your heads up display when you're flying together. Hmm. Ooh. That's nice. cool. Sounds very cool. It does. And you can do this, I think, with up to like six or eight aircraft. It all um, shows you cycles through various pilots, uh, call signs, and distances and heights from you. And I think the integration on iNav actually has dots that track across Arrow. the. Um, Mark is yeah. on the screen. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. The home, home mark. Yeah, I've been thinking about that planes. stuff for ages. Yeah. yeah. So are they using the ELRS like um, trans uh, the the, um, the transceiver to actually send that like on a different channel? Yeah, that uses LoRa like the bottom perfect the bottom exactly few slots it. of the hop table. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I think it. there's that's an ESP Now option as well, but that's Wi-Fi, so yeah, it's yeah, rubbish. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect, perfect. Because you've already got the existing hardware, you don't need any other hardware. You just reserve a couple of frequencies for like. Oh, this does need a separate receiver. So you'd have your regular receiver, and then you'd have a second mm. UART, the second receiver. It's not sharing the same receiver, but the receivers. So my my idea is to quid, so. Yeah, yeah, you could do it that way. My idea was to basically you've got one receiver in there, and every now and again you just hop onto another channel, listen. And then go back to your control link stuff. So sure, you wouldn't get the super high control rate that you might want. But ELRS stuff is crazy high. Oh, anyway. yeah, there you go, stamping you, you around, ruining it. people's deterministic behavior, Dom. Ruining it. No, 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 no. So every so often you go on, you listen to like a couple of other channels, which is essentially like a telemetry <laughs> channel that you listen to. And then it broadcasts, and each drone periodically broadcasts on that channel. Yeah. Um, their I mean, location, and then if you way. happen to switch yeah. to it at the time it's broadcasting, then you get the information. And because the information isn't necessarily something that you need at 500 hertz, it probably would work fine. So at, at, instead of trying to hardware. fight to get that included in Express LRS, what he's done <laughs> is said you can just buy another 10 mm -hmm. quid receiver mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. jam it on a spare UART, and it's going to be a totally separate project. And uh, yes. we don't have to have these massive <laughs> political battles. And what will inevitably yeah, there, there is something to be said for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have, you, yes. have you heard about these online screaming matches that can yeah, happen? No, no, no. How, how do they normally pan out yeah, for, the, for the developer that wants to do something cool <laughs> and new? <laughs> I think it works out beautifully, usually, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the, the third dimension these projects exist in. There's the, there's the software, there's the hardware, and there's the politics. And yeah, yeah. needs to politics. meet all Always three. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it promises to be a very interesting discussion, and that's a little teaser for next week going into our, our eighth year. I have Ooh. to tune into that one. It looks, yeah, that's that's going to be an interesting one. Speaking of LDO business, it's probably time to go and look for the CAA call for input on the UK UAS regulations. Um, there is a link in our Discord again, bmfa.org, if you have a look. They've probably got some kind of 
explainer statements where they talk about the kind of tack you might want to follow with your arguments because you don't want to just turn it into a screaming match there either. You want to make constructive points. And so uh, please do go read the BMFA guidance and enter something in the CAA call for input. Mm. When when the BMFA get around to publishing their guidance. Oh, they've, they've had a week. I'm sure they've done it by now, Frank. I haven't bothered to oh. check, but I'm assuming within when, a week. When does, so when does the, uh, the door close for submissions and uh, the responses? The 7th of September. So one, two, BMF three weeks get, away. BMFA better get their skates on then. Well, imagine the lot of respondents the, uh, are going to pull up their fountain pen, pens and take it down the post office. So, you know, it's going to take a while. <laughs> I am writing to you, sir, in the strongest possible terms <laughs> regarding the joy and fun that my control line aircraft brings to me. Oh, oh, rubber bands, can, like I tissue paper. Yeah, you can see it now. Yeah. I've been mean. Well, right He's now, those right guys now. are actually yeah. facing the grim reality of um, pretty much anything that isn't control line is, is on the perspective conspicuity list now mm. um and you may or may not need to go and shove a gps Ooh. that broadcasts your id not just paint in a, a jokey call sign on the wings but put a gps and radio transmitter in there and, and broadcast it so um let's see what happens and i think there's Ooh. a lot of oh but of course model aircraft you know planes don't need it well why not they're they're heavier um Sky they, don't, they don't stop as quickly yeah, I'll be interested to see kind of how it ends up being applied to the the free flight models, like where you have like a a lawnmower yeah. engine and some tissue paper, mm -hmm. and you just kind of launch it into the sky. What could that go it, wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope it, yeah. it comes down away from other people. Uh, yeah, yeah. At least with the drone, there is some kind of control, right? You know, <laughs> and if you we can, can make, you know, not do that most of the statistics, time. then the only fatalities in the hobby have been caused by uh, planes by fixed wing aircraft. So. Um, well, and well. helicopters. Oh, well, I think yeah, helicopters, helicopters certainly had a fair degree of minor amputations. Yeah, they um, kill, they hurt, they hurt their owners, don't they? But outright Usually. fatalities, I think yeah. the uh, outright that that was uh, just some model aircraft that hit people in the head. But um, even then, if you go by fatalities per million hours of flying, like I feel yeah. it's probably. Demonize the helis <laughs> or demonize the fixed wing, but what we need mm. to do is actually look at the statistics and decide what we're trying mm. to protect against. Because uh, as we said before, if you just don't want people it's flying next to air airports, then um what's to stop them disabling all these measures you should you're telling them that they must carry and then yeah, or wrapping them in tinfoil and then go flying. Wrapping that's, their that's little not, beacon that's not where all the legislation is coming from, I don't believe. Um, in, in my head, it's it's basically coming out of a way to like monetize companies that are trying to create things. So that's where mm -hmm. most of the legislation comes from about most things in the world. Yeah, but they should see be the drone industry being any different it. to any any other industry. And they say, yeah. "Oh, we're doing it for security reasons. We're doing it for uh, safety reasons." <laughs> Well, that, there needs to be an effective separation of us. Quick, us, Jack, the you need to wrap it up. It's devolving. Let's call it a day. <laughs> and I'll go and get another glass of beer. We can't Cheers. go yet. We've not had any fireworks. Jack, there is fire. set fires or something. <sighs> I assume that's what you were rustling up. The only reason I came on was to see Rustling up something flammable. <laughs> I think they're all mm. too expensive Frank, now. Yeah, Frank can't order any for me. You've got the cards. Oh, yeah, Drew. That's point. <laughs> Stop the charge. There's right. fiscal responsibility, Jack. It doesn't suit us. There you or go. Some fireworks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that, was, that was close enough. I'll take speaking it. of fiscal responsibility, thank you to our wonderful Patreons for keeping the show on the air and supporting us down these eight years. Um, and hopefully we can continue going on into the sure. future. We've lost a, a couple of editors recently, so if anyone does feel like upping their pledge, that would be much appreciated to help with the editing and ongoing show costs. But we're still really, really grateful for everyone that contributes. Um, thank you very much, and it's awesome that you guys help us keep the show on the air. Don't forget thank to press the much. thumbs up button. Click subscribe, like, like, comment, comment below. If you really like us, just go to Patreon and say thanks.
Yeah. Because uh, we, we've kind of stepped aside the YouTube machine. One, Jack. Because the YouTube machine doesn't want hour-long shows. The YouTube machine wants 10-second clips. 10-second <laughs> Okay, you, seen, you need to watch. You need yeah. to watch the Spiffing Brits YouTube uh, hacking exploits and things like this. Yeah, but <laughs> for the time you see them, they're, they're all you know they're fixed. Even yeah. the YouTube Music uh, is is has recently had a thing where it just plays you like ten seconds of songs. Uh, this is this is that's not, not a good look. It's, yeah, this is not how this is going to work. They've got like a whole other. <laughs> Like tab that's called like um, clips or something. It's like it's equivalent to shorts. Yeah. But for yeah. music, like this huh. is not. This is weird. It's, it's mm. a concentration level. Like this. People nowadays. Hate young people. And on that <laughs> note of us slowly devolving into the socks and sandals brigade that we mock. What you mean <laughs> old people? Slowly <laughs> devolving into old people. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen, in, in, in like 10 or 20 years, oh, we're going to have some conversations about who you've told off recently. <laughs> oh, I told him. I told him I did. It's going to be great. Right, I hey, can't wait. On, I'll, I'll, fix, I'll fix this. That's right. Fun. You and you. Thank you. <laughs> you have been joined by our Lord and Master, Andrew Sash Frank. Bye. Uh... My darling wife, Tony. Bye. Unmute yourself, Mr. Cleanfly. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and let's mute you again. Yep. And my, my buddy, Cole. It's so lovely to have you back, mate. Uh, it's nice, the seven sentences you said. It was beautiful. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Please come back next week. And unmute yourself, Stephen. I'm unmuted. Thank you very much. And thanks to everyone watching us. Really yep. appreciate it. And I'm sorry about him. The hobby's perfectly safe. No one was ever <laughs> harmed having fun. All fixed-wing aircraft are made out of foam. They're harmless. They're about as deadly as a rabbit. And I've been bright till I fly. Keep the hobby going. And let's make it to 450. And I'll get some fireworks. Thank you. Thank you Good night. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye. Telemetry lost.